Hello, welcome to Seas Trader. Um, was it right for Federation Sun Treaty Radron? Should the Federation have cloaking technology? I am Simon, executive producer of the podcast. With me are Phil and Jamie. Hi, hello. And in the next couple, we'll be talking about um, memory of a random page game, and yep. then we'll be doing uh, what series best to be a Federation citizen. Yes, that should be very good. But first of all, we're going to crack on with this one. So we're going to yeah. And I'm going to introduce who and if I am, why the hell. Yeah, who is he? Who is he? Who is this guy here? He doesn't even know his voice. Yeah. And it's the sequence, so we'll be doing that as well. You'll be ever doing it in their yeah. teaser episodes that they've got. But for this one, it's me, unfortunately. So you're and going to over to you. Indeed, you're going to introduce, introduce yourself to the good people. Yeah, and but I don't know how, so I thought you do care. Okay, well, fair enough, we can do that, we can do that. Well, hello, my name is Simon. <laughs> Welcome to the guys' podcast. Let me just put, let me just put something up somewhere. <clears throat> right, now let me can talk. I'm just going to squeeze. <laughs> oh, he's getting sorted already, and it's only, oh, the, first, oh, it's only the first episode. <laughs> right, so, right, I think we'd, you better take it from there. <laughs> no, but this is just explaining how Simon... It's, it, well, basically, we're gonna, each episode we're going to explain who we are, what we do, who you're talking to. And, and how we got into Star Trek. In the yeah, exactly, place. exactly. So what are you going to say for me? Simon, you know everything. You've been doing it for about 15 years. You've pestered me every, every day since I've known you to like Star Trek. And, and the same for me as well. And and I always thought, oh, Trekkie, do I have to wear, dress up in weird costumes? No. Do I have to say strange no. and make weird signs? No. Yes. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> that, that one's a yes. That does come do I, do I have to have a phaser on my desk? You've got to do yes. the Vulcan greeting. You have to I actually that. do that when people li- when people let me go in my car when I'm driving. You do that, really? It's odd how many people reply with the Vulcan symbol. It's, so f- <laughs> it's funny. Try it anyway. So yes, Vulcan if you're a Trekkie. Vulcan if you're a Trekkie. But I think you know because like Phil said, I was a f- I've been a fan for what well over fifteen years. Mm. Yeah. Since I was eight or nine. Mm. Was it during when your parents it was getting when divorced? My parents were getting divorced. It was a bit of stability for me, and I think I think for both of you, it's sort of the same sort of thing. Although yeah. I think you had that later on. Yeah, we all we all need our escapism, and, and I think we'll talk and about this me, a lot. It's always, yes. and it's, it's, it's that it's that world you go into. That no matter what goes on in your life, all of us need somewhere just to to go into where we can get about things. Yeah, if you're having yeah. the issues it's and always whatever been it mine, is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Since you've both known me, it's always been there. Yeah, Simon, you are a trekkie through and through. Hmm. No, you I mean, breathe, eat, and sleep you, trekkie. And that's why I'm <laughs> 24 hours a day. He does it, doesn't he? That's why I'm. He even burns uh, an insignia to his toast. Um, <laughs> but no, Simon's taught us a lot Bad about. Waste of toast, that. Yeah, true. <laughs> Simon's taught us a lot about the series, and he, and his speciality, speciality in particular is ships, isn't it, Simon? <laughs> so he's still trying to teach me. You know, I can. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. of a tall order, but yeah, sure yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have our little. Ja- Jamie's idea on ships. It's a ship. <laughs> it's a bit more than that, but yes, it's a big yeah. ship. It's a big <laughs> ship. And look at the different shape of oh, the look, hole. It looks like a cube. I think it might be a ship. Yeah. <laughs> all the pretty different colours as well. Yes. The but blinky we've nets. all got our own specialties. So as to say, mine's ships and stuff. But you, you know a lot about every series. I mean, you've watched it countless times. You've probably yeah. watched each episode like eight or nine times at least. Yeah. Well, maybe, as you know, maybe, maybe the pancake episode you never watched again. But there no, we go. No, no, we, we always watch. We always watch them, even the, even the ones we don't like. No, right, I have watched them over and over again. Even the ones that I'm not keen on, I oh. have watched. So, so same with me as well. So just not to the degree of sight. Indeed. So essentially, he is our Yoda. If you want to cross purposes, yeah. I know we mentioned that a lot. But he, guide, yeah, guide please to make sure you email it and say. Any email questions it to, to the Phil Yoda? That says Yoda and. 
Hashtag Yoda. Hashtag Yoda. <laughs> Hashtag Simon Yoda. <laughs> Yodely. So, do you think we should start doing this? Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that's kind of introduced you, although we did it for you. Yeah, we know. We <laughs> I suppose that's what he's all about, a bit more than the others. Yeah. So, should we get on to the topic, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, first one's all about Treaty of Algeron, whether the Federation should or should not have signed it. Yeah. There are two levels of look at this. There's tactical. Mm-hmm. So, whether... The they lost the tactical advantage in giving it away. Yeah. And there's the diplomatic route, where is it actually strategically better that they signed it so that it voted either the Federation losing the war or losing another war with the Romans in it at a later date. Yeah. There's also a third option being a situation where they are allowed to use it in certain treaties. Well, the, uh, the treaty was. Um, just for ships because if you remember Deep Space Nine they had cloaked mines that's true so it's only about mm. things that have got like people in it have actually have got that, mine behind that it wouldn't, that wouldn't obviously apply to obviously as you said that and obviously like, cloaked planet or something like that yeah it's that like all sorts of loopholes that people can use, isn't it? That's that's. I suppose that's also you, leaves it open to be picking apart by lots of different things, isn't it? Hmm. I mean, me personally, I I've been thinking about sort of what sort of side of the fence I'm going to go on, and I personally think it should have been signed. But at the same time, I think as in extreme There's reasons for both. Yeah, both views. It's just better depending on your outlook on life. Yeah. What side you go on. But I think I think in extreme circumstances, as you, you said earlier, mm. Phil, I would definitely, as I said, I would definitely use token technology in extreme circumstances. Well, I can but understand them. That so still mean you're breaking the law, though. Well, it's it, two, it's two, there's two sides to this. One is the fact that did did we get forced into signing it? I the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the of the, of, sorry, the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many sort of mm-hmm. thing. Be it, be it the fact that we signed it so that we wouldn't get annihilated, and maybe it should have been there should have been a clause in there that says we can use it for example um, against you, against the in the in the Dominion War. That's, that's the thing though. You've got obviously if you're going to have a clause like you've got to be very specific, mm. very very specific. I mean maybe use it if I mean if if say for example we were at war with the Romulans. We aren't going to lose that. Okay, fine. We signed a treaty so that we didn't lose that. But then, when we're working with them, if we've got a, a mutual enemy, why can't we use it against the enemy? That's true. And obviously, a good example of that is the Dominion War and the Romulans gave for the fight. Obviously, a cloak, a cloak the ship. Mm. That's mm. one example. But I think also at the same time, if you look at it, when they signed it, as I said, it kept them in peace for what, the next 50, 60 years at that well, time. Well, the reason they signed it is you've got to look back at the time what technology the Federation had and what they were up against. Mm. Every other major species in their four quadrant had advanced technology compared to the Federation. Yeah. So they had no choice other than to We needed sign alliances. It. We yeah. needed alliances. They needed to sign that, yeah. otherwise, they would have got annihilated. Yeah. It's, Everyone would have come it, to their doorstep and taken it's, over. It's really it's the Treaty of Versailles. Of the 23rd century? 22nd century? Yeah. yeah. 23rd. Oh, you're talking about the Treaty of Adrian. Yeah, it's yeah. signed in 2311. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's the same thing for, you know, what happened in Germany, where they weren't allowed a massive fleet, they weren't allowed an air force, they weren't allowed a massive army. This is the thing for Starfleet. They weren't allowed to use scoping device. Because, hmm. yes, not... it's a major, major technology that they can't use, but they had to go to that extent just so that they would survive yeah they would survive at the end of it because if they hadn't that you can just say that's the end of humanity and one one very yeah because if you if you obviously if you 
as I said, if you do start using it at all, you know, you, you lose that piece. But then the Federation itself loses its values, the core of the Federation. Exactly, yeah. You know. And you then lose, you know you might lose the prime directive after that. Yeah, and, and then what? What have you got left? What, Nothing. And you know what? What does it obviously mean to be human in that respect? Well, you lose part of yourself, your humanity, mm. which is what Star Trek's all about. Well, I'm sure Phil's going to say there's a lot of strategic. Well, there's, 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 I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I also agree with the fact that using it for for the for the gains of, of everyone. Let's say, for example, the Federation no come up against thing. Uh, there's there's going to be bigger, bad enemies out there, i.e. the Borg. Why can we not use that sort of technology against the Borg if we're attacked? Surely that makes sense. Well, the Romulans will get something out of that. Yeah. If they go, oh, actually, you've used that, you're going against the law, we'll go and attack you while you're trying to knock out the, the Borg. Borg. I suppose they use it as an exa- as, as a, an excuse to go You've got to think about the repercussions. So, I mean, what if the Borg are attacking the Romulans and we use that technology to save them? As an answer, that would be the answer to me. Yeah, I think that's sort of a null point. Mm. Yeah, they'd be a bit unhappy, but then you save the day. It's the exact same scenario which happened with the exact same scenario which happened with the Klingons. Mm. You know, the Klingons w- didn't like us because they didn't think we had honour. They didn't have big this, this. But which ship was it again, Simon? It was the ship that went down. Um, in, in in flame and glory to to protect the uh, the station. I'm trying to think Enterprise what it's called. C. Yeah, went Enterprise down C, yeah. went down in flame and glory to protect that's the, to protect the Klingons. Um, that then forced not forced them, but that then showed them that we are decent human beings. And, and we that want, led we, we, to the exactly. and the Federation Alliance. Yeah, but the thing is, you, as you said, you've got to think about the repercussions. I mean, from certain scenarios. I mean, if you look at say for the Borg, for example, in one of the Voyager books I read, they they had the opportunity to use transphasic torpedoes, and but the start but the Starfleet they only were using it as a last resort because that could have repercussions to the timeline. But the point I'm making is, you obviously you've got to think about the repercussions of it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. it makes perfect sense. And as time goes on, if you break it, the con- consequences are going to be even worse than mm. at the initial time of the signing. So, at the time of, say, Nemesis, you know, that's going to be worse than if you did it right at the beginning. Yeah. Because, obviously, the Romulans going to be more advanced, mm-hmm. and so are the Federation, so there's going to be a bigger war. And the thing is, I think, in a way, the, if, you, if you go back to, sort of, Archer's era and the uh, 2150s, 2160s, if you think of, because the Romulans were de- trying to develop the cloak in the Romulan War, mm. but they obviously they didn't succeed. But the way, uh, sort of, they obviously won the war to great cost, you know. But what they did then was obviously form the Federation, which formed all these alliances. Mm. So, and that just sort of ties in obviously with the idea of the, the, the diplomatic side of it. You know, signing a treaty to prevent war. Yeah. So. Again, going back to what we know happened mm. to our earlier history. Yeah, but then again, you could also say, well, yeah, I mean, but they still Starfleet then had to use brute force to to, to, to survive. And if they had had the cloaking technology back in in the twenty second century, it would have been poss- possibly enormous advantage to them. I mean, they still won, but at great cost. Well, you can always you can always analyse to have a situation where you're the new kid in the playground and you've got to fire guns and you've got to show you're tough to survive. Mm. But then again, are you balancing that against, you know, at what I said? You say at what, you know, you break the treaty, but then again, at what cost to our own humanity? You know, because I mean, the one of the great things about Deep Space Nine is it it challenges a lot of the uh, sort of 
the grounding of the foundation of what what it is to be human and and what Star Trek is generally about. Mm. You know, there are actions that the characters take that you know, for example, what Cisco takes. You'll find that he comes. He took quite long lengths yeah. just to try and influence the war to, to get the Romulans in. He was an accessory to murder. I mean, you think Picard doing that? That is unthinkable, mm. absolutely unthinkable. But then you think, did he do the right thing? Was it for the greater good? And it's an episode that you'll eventually watch that. All. Yeah, I've not seen that one. No. But that sounds interesting one to watch and be considering I don't want to watch DS9 because I don't like it but yeah well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a prickly debate that we really should have signed it because you think well in certain circumstances yes but then you think what does that cost you in terms of your humanity and the federation itself you lose a part of yourself I think I think that's always acceptable in, in needs of dire circumstances mm. which is why I go back to it it's like it, it, it's u- using the technology only at the worst possible point, mm. where there is you're, you're past the point, you're past the point of no, beyond, beyond the point of no return. Yeah. <laughs> like um, Zindi, Zindi Saga. Yeah, that would probably be a good one too, where they launch a super weapon against Earth. Earth. It mm. killed was it was it was it seven million? Yeah, I think so. Seven million people, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, in that period, Archer went to great levels. I mean, he changed as well. I mean, obviously, that then they didn't have cloaking technology, but think of the advantages if they did have it. You know, you sit there going, okay, I mean, back then, I don't think it would actually make that much. That much you don't difference. think so? Well, the only advantage is that in having a cloaking device is whether your ship is up to it, whether the weapons are up to it. And I suppose the other thing you've got to remember is, particularly with like the Romulan cloaking clear ones, when they fire they have to decloak, so mm. they do become vulnerable at that moment. And then with the NX-01 at that point, that wouldn't be an advantage to it, because no. it wouldn't have had a chance. No. So for the Federation at that point, even though, to be fair, it wasn't the Federation, no. and you can imagine, you know, having you know, USS Essex, you know, dangerous gas, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that would have actually Made done much to it. No. I don't think. No. To be honest, I mean the the only thing that I can think is is tactical retreating. That that makes more sense. That makes more sense. You could, I mean, or, or like a or a, sh- or a ship ha- that that is com- knows it's completely outnumbered. A ship that knows that it's got no. That's the thing. Or, or it's a ship that's carrying women and children and supplies. That's the thing. It can be attacked. used. It can be used not just in terms of uh, of attacking, but it can also be used as obviously as you said, an advantage where you can hide from the enemy or retreat. Hmm. So maybe in circumstances like that, it can or should also be that, used. That can still but see as breaking the. It does again. It does. Oh, it's, t- the it's totally breaking. It's totally breaking the treaty. Yeah. But it's then that boundary between using it for good and using it for bad. It's yeah. how you. It's how you perceive it. How diplomats look that problem. How they do go. Yeah. Okay, we did use it but that was from women and children but then you've got to try and prove that you've got to try and prove that and obviously if you're under a cloak that's obviously very hard to do mm-hmm. particularly if you're particularly if you're uh, with a species you know who are arguing oh you know they broke the treaty and they don't have cloaking technology themselves that's also true but I mean you could also look at the example I know we weren't going to mention examples of episodes but we recently watched uh, a next gen episode before doing this commentary uh, Pegasus, the, the Pegasus which, which in fairness throws a lot of things about what we're talking about because it's right wrong, and it's right and wrong morals but I think the best thing that happened was a case that Picard made it obvious that they decloaked in front of the in, the in front of the Romulans, yeah. so that they knew what was going on, they could have just as easily run away and and vanished. That's true. Mm. Very very easily done that. But then again, as you said, you could stand the episode. Technically, they actually. But because quite a proud proud person, so mm. he would he would do the right thing. Yeah. Exactly. Even though even though technically 
they did break it by using it. He, 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 he's broken the law, but by doing that and making it obvious and the making it apparent, the secret's out. The secret's out. The yeah. Then you kind of go, hands up, done it, won't do it again, slack mm. wrist, you know. Mm. Fat wrist, caution, you know. But yeah. it's the fact that they got to that point anyhow, and that's probably due to. Well, the only reason they got to that point was because of the. Section 31. Yeah. yeah. And that brings up a whole different issue of problems because, because there's a possibility, because it's never touched on, but I think if you can see it in some ways, did they use cloaked ships? certainly possible I mean if you think back to Deep Space Nine yeah, you think about the what thing, yeah. the character what Sloan did I mean because he infected Dominion like found it gave him a disease mm. well he escaped multiple times yeah. with no evidence of how he, how he escaped mm. so could he have used a cloaked ship I mean it's like anything yeah. when, you, when, you, when you have big organisations and you have the the nice sunny version of it the big crisp idea that we're all here together all, one, all doing to no this. One. that's right yeah. that's, that's so why they can get that's, away with anything that's, that's what I mean, mean. Yeah, they, that's it, what Deep Space Nine does explore that's what it but does no, explore but it, it's a situation with, ev- with everything like this well I'm saying ethically for every big organisation there's always an element of well are they really doing that or is there something else that's actually turning this? It is, it is, is the people on the outside just the puppet just being turned so by what sort of paranoia set things you don't know well it's like anything I mean mm. I can totally understand that if, if a country or, or if, if a federation i.e. the federation get ta- gets uh, have to sign the treaty because the Romulans are forcing them to do it they're forcing them to do it because we lost the battle now because we lost the battle there's always going to be that sort of case of well we want to be free we want to do what I want but if the majority has seen to conform to what the Romulans want so the Romulans are happy yeah. the minority who are in possibly in charge do what they want anyway and a good example obviously that is Pegasus we've had in Pressman and a few in, Star- and mm. a few in Starfleet Intelligence he's totally wrong in that particular episode but what Let's explore. Let's explore the possibilities of is that right to do it? Because okay, this is part of what we're talking about. Is it right the situation that the Romulans say no, but we go behind their backs to protect us in a situation where we are only looking out for ourselves? Which, in fairness, I suppose we've got peace, but if we're looking after ourselves, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah, and I think I think with uh, the whole Admiral Presper thing, I think his intentions in a way were honourable, but he just went about it completely wrong. Well, it's the whole situation of the Romulan is the bully in the playground, mm. telling everyone what to do just because they're bigger, badder, and stronger. And of course, that reflects in the Treaty of Versailles, where England and you know other countries they told Germany what to do, and look what that exactly. led to. Exactly, that's where there's a parallel, and that yeah. ended up being into Second World War. Second World War, yeah, exactly. because the same thing happened with Hitler, mm. where he built up forces secretly, took over the German government, and all oh, happens. But it's all that situation of, like I say, bullying the playground, telling everyone what to do. At some point, someone will turn around and say, no, mm. I don't want that to happen. I want to be free. It's the same. It is, if you, if you, if yeah. you look at it, it's the same. It's almost it's the same as enslaving a race to do something. To, sooner or later, in another line, they will turn around. Start checking some great it, examples yeah. of that. Yeah. If, if you rule with fear and rule with an iron fist, then sooner or later you will be overthrown. So are you... What you're saying is that there should, as you say, in the treaty, there should have been a clause saying. I, no, pers- certain, personally, certain I think any, with any treaty, there's yeah. always going to be a situation where someone will break the rule. Yeah. It's never going to be a case that. It's never going to be foolproof. No. And the only reason for that is because people want to be their own identity. If they get forced to do what they want to do, they will, they will conform as far against it. Yeah. In one, in so, one. you know, I think 
personally, as I said, I think I'm sort of both sides of the fence. I think it, it, yeah, it is it, it is right to sign the treaty, but at the same time, I think they should have been saying him there. That in mm. certain, certain no, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm more a situation that they they signed it because need was the most uh, at the time. They, they signed thinking, it because it was the last the resort. Yeah, yeah. Now now they've got over the last resort. They've built up. They've got stronger. And then they they're, are, they're, then they're thinking right. Then well, they're stuck into a corner because they can't. Yeah, and it, and it would be a situation that they then do something as a last resort because at the time they, they weren't thinking obviously the bigger picture because they needed to sign it to get peace. Exactly. And they thinking of exactly. the bigger picture and the repercussions. Of it. Then yeah. surely shouldn't they re, um, talk about talk to the Romans and try and um, right re um, get it, like change it. Renegotiate. Well, no, the, the Romulans won't renegotiate because that's what the, 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 it works to their because, advantage. Because it was agreed at a time where that we were about to be squashed. Yeah. That, that, and you've that's got to the be honest. Thing. You've it's, got to be honest. It's the bully in the playground. Yeah, but by the time of at least um, Star Trek Eleven, then the things change because the Romulans are in a very weak position. That's true. Then they in and the thing is, to actually go. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Can we please change this treaty we signed however many exactly, years ago? Exactly, exactly. waiting for the opportunity. And the thing is, what you've got to think of, whatever way you look at this argument, whatever way you look at it, whatever side, the Romulans do have an advantage. Mm. They do have a tactical advantage over the Federation. It's a fluid, fluid thing, isn't it? Because mm. it's dependent on what's happening in the universe at that specific at point. point yeah. You've got it in one. It will always have a situation where people come... It, we, we see it all the time but people come they're in charge they get overthrown because of, of, of whatever happens yeah. and it just rolls and the new ruler has things people don't like but, that yeah. and it rolls on and so on like, and on and during on. the time it was signed I'll say for the next 56 years it was a it was a great thing but then when you think of obviously the Dominion War for example mm. you think or the Borg as you said mm. earlier Pe- you know. peace makes you weak and the suppressor is always the one that becomes strong at the end of it because you, you, if you're at peace, you're not developing ways to defend yourself. You're not developing ways to mm, attack. That's true, but I mean, I think if yeah, it was well, me, I do say that technology spells forward when you're at war, mm. and then sort of slows down when you're at you've peace. Got one. And the reason it slows down is the reason you then lose the next time. You've got to strike a balance of being peaceful, but you still got to be guarded and cautious, and you still mm. got to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still sticking for um, diplomacy yeah. because. There's no point doing that because if they did have fracking technology, humans would have been destroyed. And then mm. what's the point in not signing it because there's no one alive to sign anything? I agree a situation mm. of that they signed it because the need was most. I think it was right to sign it at that particular point because they had no other option other than destruction. But what happens now, I think personally, if, 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 if the Federation were at a point where they were stronger than the Romulans, then they do what the hell they want, which is the natural course of things. That's Everything my opinion. Everything goes in cycles, isn't mm. it? That's yeah. my opinion. And me, I, I, as I said, I think at the time, you know, it, it was obviously I do believe it was right to sign it because, it, as you said, it kept the peace between the Federation Romans. What at this point where we're watching 50, 60 years, but I think that at some point there needed to be an, a certain amendment to the treaty mm. in extreme, extreme circumstances of war or obviously as you said for, for diplomatic purposes and you know, retreats and I think it should be used but as you said it throws up that big problem of how do you actually get how do you actually know that they're not using it for their own ends and breaking the treaty 
it's very it's it, a very difficult topic to discuss as we found it's a minefield mm. you can it only ch- it only changes when the one power is, is it weak to the other it all depends it. on the individual yeah. circumstances yeah. I think that's what it comes down to in particular the only time it ever get changed if the Romulans aren't strong enough. Yeah. It's a very difficult yeah. topic to discuss, I mean, isn't it? And the thing is, I mean, if you look at sort of trees that are made now, there's there's always amendments all the time. And why are, why are they why are they amended? It goes back to I know I keep griping on about it. It, it just no. it, it's it's amended because suddenly the people who are the suppressors have realised they're not so strong anymore, mm. so they're happy to negotiate so that they don't lose everything. No. It's a very interesting topic, isn't it? Mm. It is. Mm. One that I think we're going to decide to... But to be, to be fair, goal. wouldn't it be blooming bloody fun? <laughs> 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 to have some cloaking devices, you guys have all good fun with that. Especially if we if we were, if we hadn't assigned it, would would we have seen a situation that all the series we've watched had been about war? So we yeah. would have seen and all of the battles, we would have seen everything else. And, the, and then again, you know, it had... Um, because Kirk in, in the original series steals it in the Enterprise incident. He actually deliberately goes into the the neutral zone well, season 3 for all those of interest yeah and he actually him and Spock look, look, uh, hatch a plan to actually steal the cloak, cloak and try and make make the federation not be the reason not be at fault mm. yeah they go oh yeah Captain Kirk's some crazy it's him not not the federation mm. yeah. so right. it's interesting this guy that Again, they always at dire need yeah Sorry. and they tried to do that as well in the Spectre and Next Gen Try to get their hands on the cloaking device. That's right, yeah, they do as well, yeah. So every time they get the chance, it's, again, it's a bit like um, Second World War. I know we keep going back to it. Well, it's always there's a so lot many of parallels. parallels it's a lot it is a lot of parallels. With um, like the Nigma machines. Mm. Where every opportunity we got, we took one. That's right, yeah. Exactly. That's the same sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But, but it's a very interesting topic, and I think... Yeah, I get you all thinking at home, mm-hmm. just going, what would you do? And, and, and the other thing is, I mean, talking about cloaking technology, I mean, another example where we choose, not specifically for shippers, was um, Next Gen Season 1, you'll get up to that film, When the Bow Breaks. It's a cloaked planet. But, you know, it, it shields them. Well, that from, had its own problems. That had its own it? problems but as well. But that goes on to the, the, the problem with the treaty, because the treaty, uh, treaty only talks about ships, it doesn't talk about cloaked asteroids. Cloaked garbage, Planets. garbage tins. If you want to, you want to go to or mines, stupidly cloaked mines. Because yeah. um, obviously the S nine did it, used it in an episode when they um, and actually wormhole. And actually, um, the Romulans had the technology back in the twenty second century for not for their ships, but for actually no, they did. They, they did. did. My knowledge, yeah. Yeah, they did have mines know. and ships. My knowledge. I don't know what I said earlier. Then they didn't actually have the technology for the cloak. I don't know why I said that then. Because I said earlier that they actually didn't have it. I was. I mean, you, you could start looking at anything. You could look at cloaked phasers. Yeah. You could look at clo- you could you could look at things that say, for example, somebody's holding a glass of water, but there's yeah. also a cloaked section of that was a phaser. So you know? what I actually meant to say was, and I do apologise for getting this wrong on the very first one. Oh dear, we're going to be phasers ready. You, you'll get used to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what I meant to say. No was, change here. What what the Romulans were developing was. Um, because uh, in Enterprise they can only go warp 5 like their ships and mm-hmm. Starfleet ships but the Romulans were developing warp 7 that's what I meant they already did have cloaking technology for their ships at that time so I do apologise for that mistake I don't want to that's rectify that that's Jamie talking at the moment this is so if you want to send him a message saying what are you on about please bring it yeah. to Jamie as or if you do know what I'm on about and you how did you get that wrong you plonk I'm fine with that as well <laughs> <laughs> 
So, do you think we've covered it? Cause I'm well, I think, I think to, su- I think to summarise, I think we're in a situation that it's, you d- really d- d- diplomatically it was done to save us, and whether it should be used now. I've got the perfect phrase question. for it. You're damned if you, you're damned if you don't. 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 It's also used in... That's simply the end of it, isn't it? So what are you going to say for it? They also used um, the cloak in a couple of the Mirror Universe episodes as well, didn't they? It was a bit more freely available there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we should ask the listeners if they can let us know what they think as well. Yeah. That's all really quite nice to know what people can let the debate go on. Maybe have a chat with your friends about it. See what you think, you know, what what sort of... So maybe there'll be an argument you come up with if we haven't even considered so have a, look at, have a look on our website see our contact page and please send send us emails and let about us that. know and if you've got any ideas for topics you want us to discuss please feel free to send that in as well so yep so that's the first ever episode of the Engage hopefully podcast. you've enjoyed it and we've not bored you yeah hopefully. <laughs> so please come back will be hosted by my friend Philip over here yep and then the next one will be me and Jack yeah so. so thank you for listening hope you keep enjoying the shows and we'll be back soon yeah and we'll see you soon all the okay. best bye bye, bye.